EFTM Tech Cars Lifestyle This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long EFTM Hello, me again. I knew I said I, was, I knew I said I wasn't doing a show next week, but you didn't expect another episode to drop um, within kind of 24 hours of the last one. I know that. I get it. Um, but given I can't put this in a show next week, and given that it's pretty hot news today, well, I thought it was important just to get it out there. Um, and I'll have the details up at EFTM.com as well as we digest a huge day for the NBN. A massive announcement for the NBN. Um, now, before I editorialise about this, which I'll do afterwards, the reason I'm putting this here right now is because I have an interview with the CEO of the NBN, Stephen Rue, um, who is kind of the brains behind this new plan to uh, roll out gigabit speeds to 75% of the fixed broadband network uh, by 2023. A $4.5 billion investment in the network in different ways, shapes and forms, um, which... Frankly, I'll let him explain. Um, so hopefully this short, I think it's only 10-odd minutes, this short uh, chat with the CEO of the NBN answers some of the questions you might have. And like me, it may leave you asking many more. But um, that's that's going to take some time to break down over the weeks and months ahead uh, as more information becomes available. But until then, let's, uh, let's have a chat with the CEO of the NBN, Stephen Root. Well, Stephen, thanks very much for your time. I mean, massive day for the NBN. This is probably the biggest announcement for the NBN since, uh, I guess, since the government change of government many years ago and the, and the switch to the multi-technology mix. Yeah, thanks, Trevor. We're really excited, actually, to, uh, to announce this today because clearly we, in June, completed the initial build um, where we have been providing a very reliable and capable network to Australians over the last couple of months as they've been you know, working from home and educating their children from home, entertaining themselves from home. and um, But it's clear to all of us that we're on the verge of um, a serious growth in data driven by changes to community, the way that community lives, the way they mm. work, uh, the uh, needs of business going forward, the opportunity for regional Australia with, I think, more people living and working um, outside of cities. Uh, and I think that in turn, Trevor, as, as I'm sure you would agree, actually is going to lead to a, a real growth in applications and a further need for for um, uh, for data usage. So we, when we look at consumer needs over the next, you know, the, the, the first half of this decade, I mm-hmm. think we're going to see a big growth in needs driven by those changes, societal changes. So today we, uh, we're announcing the fact that we will be ensuring that the two and a half million homes in HFC can get um, up to the highest speeds, the, or what we call ultra-fast speeds. Uh, we're ensuring that one and a half million homes in fibre to the curb, if they want to also order uh, the ultra-fast speed, will be able to do so. And we will also be um, building out the fibre from the existing fibre build that's built to the node in fibre to the node. For two million homes, we'll be building that out into the neighbourhoods. And, and then when when or if somebody wants to order a higher speed than they can get under the fibre to the node technology today, and we will, at that point in time, we'll build a lead-in into the home. So it's, so it's also a, 
pretty economically efficient way of of um, giving consumers what they need to meet that data. So essentially, because I think that's the big uh, unknown here, it's a, it's a fantastic announcement, but it has to be all very very top line, you know, in, in terms of numbers. But let's just talk about those people in a in a fibre to the node area. Let's say yeah. they're getting speeds of fifty or sixty now, which is which is great. Um, but we know they're going to need and want more into the future. Some people, so they're in a fibre to the node area now. There's fibre you know, around the corner on the node, you're going to run fibre up all the streets but not into the homes until someone says, hey, internet provider, I really would like that uh, gigabit speed. Uh, can I sign up? And then at that point, NBN will come out and install a lead-in f- essentially from the curb. That's exactly right, Trevor. So what that means is that we would not be building lead-ins to people who either don't order an NBN mm-hmm. service, and there are, there are some people who don't. Yeah. Um, uh, not that many, but there are some who don't. And it also means that if, if someone is getting an adequate speed under their their existing forward to the node service, that there's no need for us to build a lead-in into their home. And, and I should stress, uh, as you've just outlined, this is not a replacement of fiber to the node per se this Mm. is very much a consumer viewpoint i think fiber to the node will continue to serve the needs of millions of australians through this decade Um, it does mean that those who who need or wish a higher speed will be able to now get that and and as the end user when i choose to upgrade to the 250 or to the gigabit as the end user i simply pay the additional monthly fee that is is you know going to come because obviously there's a higher cost to to that plan i don't have to physically pay for the installation do i no you do not trevor so the installation will the 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 installation Uh, will be paid for by NBN, and yeah. obviously, from an economic point of view, our return on investment comes from the fact that the the um, uh, the retailer will be ordering that higher speed service from us yep. in turn for the the consumer in the home or in the business ordering that from the retailer. And it's safe to uh, say this so, will, this will be the buried lead, really, because there will be a lot of. Um, and let, well, I can already see it. People are calling this a backflip by the government, um, but I guess. How do you initially respond to that? You know, this is this is a backflip. We're going fibre. Well, I think I'll leave the politicians to make comments <laughs> around political issues, Trevor. Um, my, but my job is to do is is to do two things really. It's to ensure that I um, deliver upon the policy of the government of the day, but it's also uh, to ensure that I I have a business that meets the needs of consumers. Mm. And in doing so, grow the economic value of MBN at the same time. Yep. So, so that that's why this, this the plan we've talked about is 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 yes, it's about building uh, capability to more homes for higher speeds. It's also in our plan, which we announced yesterday, is having the capability for more businesses to buy symmetrical speeds yep. uh, through our. Ethernet enterprise product, enterprise Ethernet product, and it's also, by the way, we've laid aside three hundred million dollars. Um, in fact, it's it's three hundred million dollars in in one fund, whereby we we're making available funds for regional, state, territory governments to co-invest with us, where it doesn't make economic sense on our own to make investments. So, if we have if if particular regional governments, for example, want to improve. Uh, capability in their broadband capability in their area, we, we're we're happy to co-invest with them, and, and within the business initiative as well, we've allocated a different fifty million dollar 
fund to do the same for local councils around business. So, um, so this plan really is it's there's a lot in it for regional Australia. Yep. We think we think that half approximately of the uh, lead-ins that we'll build from the nodes will be in regional Australia. Not the lead-ins, the the uh, fibre in the street from yep. the nodes that we build will be for regional Australia. We also have. 85 of the 240 zones of regional Australia, and we have this fund set aside too. So um, for me, we we talk about, Trevor, in our company, about lifting the digital capability of Australia. So this is about giving consumers – it's not really a technology plan. It's about giving consumers – uh, the capabilities they need as that societal change occurs. The announcement talks about 75% of fixed-line homes having access to one gigabit speeds. Who are the other 25%? What 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 technology are they on? Yeah, so so what what we have today in the um, in the fixed line network, Trevor, we have two million homes on fibre to the premise mm-hmm. today. We have two and a half million homes on on uh, HFC. Mm-hmm. We have one and a half million homes on fibre to the curb, mm-hmm. and we have just over four and a half million homes on fibre to the node. So we will be providing capability for two million of that four and a half million homes. So when you add that up, it's about eight, eight to eight and a half million out of a footprint of 10 to 10 and a half million. Is, and just to, just to drill into that quickly, the so there's two and a half million homes that are on fibre to the node that won't get it. Is that because you don't think they'll want it or is that because you you won't be able to supply it to that, that street or that home or that area? Yeah, if I could just sorry, if I could just correct what I just said, there's eleven and a half million homes in the in the fiber to the uh, in, in the uh, fixed line footprint. Sorry, Trevor. Yep. Um, th- the reason is because we got to start, and it takes time. Yep. So what 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 we're doing in this plan is saying that by 2023, we will enable the we will enable 75 okay. percent of the fixed line footprint to get to get speeds up to one gigabit per second. Um. But it takes it will take us that time to build that fiber from the node into those neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And during that period of time, like every technology company, Trevor, we'll look at the demands, uh, we'll look at we'll continue to look at the business case, uh, and we'll make decisions in the future as to the extension or otherwise of that program depending upon how long will it be until you release maps around where those homes are obviously there's just going to be people who are sitting on fiber to the node hoping to be in that first two million (laughs) yeah we'd we'd hope we'd hope to have a lot more to say about that trevor in in the first quarter of next calendar year two more things why why run fiber to the premises in this case instead of switching to a fiber to the curb technology is that not as easy to do on an ad hoc house by house basis yeah, I, th- I think I think Trevor, we we will look at the most economically efficient way to do this, and there may be there may well be some some homes where it actually is more economical to do fibre to the curb. Right, right. Um, but we think we, we we think that given that this is an on demand model, we think the most cost effective way and the best value accretive way to do it for MDN is largely through fibre to the premise. But but there will be some premises that is very difficult to get fibre to the premise to, in which case we would use the most efficient way to do it. And there was a line in the uh, Minister's announcement that mentioned something about home wiring and, and actually yeah. funding or, or actually taking care of the problems with home wiring. How does that come about? How Does that mean that when it's identified as being a home wiring issue, instead of saying the responsibility is on the homeowner to get an electrician and sort it out, the NBN will take that responsibility? 
Yeah, so what, what, what we will do, Trevor, is we will look. For, so first thing forward to the curb, um, we want to make sure that uh, as many premises as possible are able to get 100 megabits per second. Yeah. So where we can see that a consumer wants to order 100 megabits per second and for whatever reason the home wiring doesn't enable that to occur, we will go and resolve that to enable them to get the 100 megabits okay. per second speed here. Secondly, we do know that there is cohorts of consumers in fibre to the node who are either not getting the speed that they um, desire or they want to get a they want to get higher speeds. And we can see that there are we, we can see through our systems that there are some homes that appear to have a home wiring challenge. Yeah. On top of that, frankly, if we're out there doing a connection or if we're out there doing a, um, uh, a remediation on behalf of a consumer, um, it, it makes sense for us to go. Do it um, once, do it right. With, with, uh, yeah, and with the consumer's consent, obviously, um, go and do some home wiring to give them a better a better outcome. So we we wanted to set aside a small amount of funding to enable us to do both those things. I think what you've explained to me today makes perfect sense from a business perspective, from an investment perspective, and, you know, from a not wasting the, the business's money, which is in the end taxpayers' money perspective. And um, it's a credit to you and the team that you've been able to build this model that's going to bring higher speeds to more people. There will be the, the people that are, you know, I guess disappointed they're not in the, in the mix early yeah. on, but that, that will be a longer run for you. And obviously the, the success of the NBN through the COVID period is the most important thing that I think you should hang your hat on over the last six months because we've proven that the internet is capable of handling pretty big challenges in a very short space of time. And I think what's happening now is a, an escalation of the bringing the future forward and you have to keep up with that and it looks like you're doing a very good job of it. Thank you, Trevor. Thank you very much indeed. This is the EFTM podcast. What a wild, wild day. And I got a text from um, mate Matt in Melbourne who uh, says this NBN story is wild. What a turnaround. And I think that's going to be an interesting thing about how this is reported. Now, I think you know where I stand on the NBN. Um, would have loved fibre to the everywhere, but no way it was ever going to cost what the government of the time thought it was going to cost would have blown out in a big way, tens of billions of dollars, um, because it's just not that easy to put fibre into every single home. So actually, if you now think about what the NBN is planning, they're going on. So we'll, we'll run fibre up the street because that's reasonably easy. There's, you know, a conduit, there's tunnels, there's diggings already been done uh, underneath footpaths. So we can run some cables underneath there. But we're not going to dig up every front yard. That's the expensive bit, right? We're only going to do that if you want it, which is going to dramatically reduce that overall cost. Now, it creates a haves and have not situation, but the have-nots are the people who don't want it. So if there's fibre in your street and you only want 50 meg and you're 200 metres from the node, just stick with fibre to the node. You're good. But down the track when it comes, where, or when you sell and someone else wants faster internet, they can opt to have it upgraded and, and installed. Now, the biggest, <clears throat> I think, question for me, um, and I think this is probably going to be lost in the, in the mix of the mainstream reporting of this, just because of time pressure and, you know, it becomes a political story rather than a technical story, not for any other reason, is what about the other 2.5 million people? You heard me talking to Stephen Rue about there's 4.5 million homes on fibre to the node. There's 2 million of those that are going to be in fibre areas after this 2023 rollout is complete. That leaves 2.5 million odd homes without still access to even greater speeds than they have today. 
And I've got no doubt in the next five years there'll be another plan to roll them out as well and spend another four billion. But it's just going to be a real problem for you know I get I get emails all the time from someone and plenty of people that I've gone oh finally they haven't forgotten me. Now if you live in a fibre to the node home, don't get excited yet because you've pretty much got a fifty percent chance of getting this right. If there's four point five million homes with fibre to the node and two million are going to get fibre uh, access on demand. That's a lot of people who aren't, and they're the people that are, you're going to hear from. They're the people that will be vocal. Now, we won't know who those people are until the NBN releases some form of map rollout planning um, you know, strategy, and that, you know, it's going to take time. So we've got a lot of, lot of thought and planning ahead of us to determine whether or not um, you know, this is going to be received well. Obviously, it's a good thing. Now, it's an amazing thing if you're in a HFC or fibre to the curb area. I'm on HFC. The maximum I can get is 250. They're going to upgrade the, the, the HFC capabilities to allow for one gigabit at my house. Um, if you're on fibre to the curb, Stephen Fennick, mate of mine, at, um, he, he's got fibre to the curb. Can't get the 250 yet even. Um, when they enhance that technology, I think that'll be quicker than HFC. Um, hey, presto. You'll get um, you'll get gigabit access there as well, so um, you know it's good for oh, what was it seven point no eight eight million homes I think it is eight point five million homes seventy five percent of the fixed line network, but it's also nothing new or improved for fixed wireless or satellite customers. So let's just all remember, there's a bunch of people with fixed wireless, there's a bunch of people with uh, satellite, and there's a bunch of people with fibre to the node, and th- there's not. There's no guarantee this is going to work for them. So, you know, it's a haves and haves not situation still. I get that. But when you see Kevin Rudd on the TV tonight, because he'll be out there saying this is a backflip, actually, no, Kev, it's not. This is what's called smart business. Because instead of, and I'll come up with a new analogy, I'm sure, at some point during the, <laughs> during the day, week, or month, but instead of the rolled gold fibre being put into every single home, they're only putting the rolled gold into the homes that want it. Okay? So there's a clear business smarts behind that. Instead of spending, let's just call it $3,000 per home to upgrade 2.5 million homes, they're going to spend, and I'm making these numbers up, they're going to spend, you know, $200 per home to put it in the street and then, you know, maybe two grand, three grand per home to do the upgrade to the ones that need it or want it, then the others, if you've got a little granny living next door to you, she don't want gigabit, and if she does, she can have it. If your brother is living on his own and is happy with 100 meg, he doesn't need it either. So only the people that want it or need it, uh, do, do we pay to have it upgraded. And that's not a bad move. That's not a bad move at all. So I think the Labor Party will push this to the cows come home and it will be a political football for the next 48 hours at least. But I'm going to tell you right now, this is the smartest thing the NBN's done. And remember, the NBN operates kind of independently of the government as a business. They're just building a business. And remember also, there's no taxpayer dollars here. Your money's not being spent. They're borrowing to do this because they've got enough revenue from the seven odd million homes that are connected. I think it's good. I'm disappointed for the 2.5 million people on Fibre to the Note who won't get it, but we won't know who you are for some time. So we won't kind of be able to give you that empathy until that um, rollout map is is clear. But I think it's a good announcement and well done to the NBN. 
Um, and I'm just going to shut off the internet for a few days so that I can stop looking at lefties whinging about it. Um, because it ain't a backflip. This is a, a smart thing that, frankly, Labor could have done from the very, very start and just said we're putting fibre in every street. And But see, fibre to the curb didn't exist back then. So there's a whole bunch of reasons why this was actually the right thing to do in the long run. Anyway, interesting times. It'll be fascinating to see how it's reported across the day and the week ahead. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. If you got this one and you haven't got the last one, don't forget to hit download on that one. It's a full show with Talkback uh, that I recorded yesterday. So apologies if this has mucked up your your feed, but uh, the full show from uh, episode 20 is available there um, with Inyaki Barroeta from uh, TPG Telecom, Vodafone and a bunch of calls as well. Thanks for listening. I'll be back in a couple of weeks after a week off with the kids uh, here on the EFTM Podcast. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM Podcast. EFTM.